Chubstep. Creating the all of Steed. Chub. Step. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the king of the jungle. Don't you remember? We listened to his whole album that one night I told you you'd never be a good writer because you don't have a curious mind. Time. Ah, damn it. Who was it? Paul Buffano. The Paul Buffano. How hard is that? Paul Buffano, come on. Sorry. Jump scare. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. And the show started. Welcome back, babies. Uh, go check us out. I'm I'm plugging it early. Go check us oh. out on TikTok. TikTok. It's starting up. Me and Steve. It's early. Early days of TikTok. If you want to get on the ground floor. Uh, now, Steed, you get a free subscription to our TikTok with the entry into Church of Four Pillars, right? You do. I'll send the link uh, to our TikTok when you send me $4. Okay. So send. It's Paul-T-1 on Venmo. You enter the Church of Four Pillars, which is Steed's cult, the Doomsday Simulation cult, and then you also can get Simulation uh, Doomsday cult. Simulation, sorry, sorry, Simulation Doomsday cult, and you can also um, get our link. Get a link TikToks. to our private only fans. Yeah, well, it's well, it's a TikTok, really. Uh, it's a TikTok, but yeah. So I made our first TikTok. It took me six months um, <laughs> of just delaying. Uh, <laughs> Just basically me not doing it. And yeah. then when I actually made it, I got a lot of respect for TikTokers. Um, because it took me a solid hour to wow what? figure out I had to string in. Okay, our yeah. cameraman was not the best. Who was the cameraman again? Brian. Oh yeah. And Brent he kept Blake. saying Wayne's World before we started shooting every thing. Brent Flakes. He's been on the <laughs> he show kept, before. He kept saying uh, Wayne's World. And that was our sign to go. So I'd have okay. to edit out the Wayne's world and then I'd have to edit out us like giggling at the end. <laughs> yeah, it's a very good video and it's definitely not just trying to be clickbait. No, it's huge. Well, I should have done hashtags now that I think about it. You didn't do any I hashtags? Can you edit? I didn't it? do any. I was too frazzled. Also, you I was... go back and I think you can probably add, just you can probably go back just quick edit to add hashtags. So we'll, OK, we'll I also it. don't know what's going on because it was like right. on my computer. Then it if, wasn't coming up on my phone. If anybody knows that I actually do TikTok, uh, chubstep.podcast.gmail.com. Yeah, if we uh, also it made me like want to shoot myself in the face because my TikTok, I haven't been on it in so long. Yeah. So it like the algorithm that it had me in, which was like just, you know, chicks in bikinis mostly. Yeah. And you that all went that? away. And oh, it went away. away. Oh, what did yeah. It so now it was just like the worst people on earth, like just opening a drawer, and they're like, "Today I'm gonna open my drawer. Let's see what's inside." And then they open their drawer, and you know, it's a spoon or some. And they shit. were fully clothed. Yeah, they're fully clothed, and oh then it has like three hundred thousand views. I'm like, what the fuck is this? It, it yeah, maybe we me need off. a segment where shows up Amy explains TikTok to us because I don't. It drives don't me crazy. Yeah, it drives yeah, me nuts. Vine was okay. I was huge on Vine. People forgot about that. I had a series of Obama. Um, you did have a series vines. of Obama based uh, vines. Yeah, yeah, they were huge. I, at the time. I made a on my personal TikTok. I got uh, one TikTok. It's really good. It's a uh, good soup. 
if you guys remember the good soup TikToks, uh, I did a good soup TikTok and I'm drinking a margarita. It also fits I, in with uh, Steed Swallows, which also your hit Instagram uh, page. It's coming back. It's coming back. Give I got time. a lot of shit going on. I also made a pact with uh, Chubstep Taylor where um, we're getting yoked together. Oh, good. So yes. if anybody saw the Steed show, I uh, watched that episode, which is now on YouTube or listen to it on Instagram. You can, or on, you know, wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, Ch- uh, yeah, Chubstep Taylor was on there and as you they're not jacked now but they're going to get jacked as well yeah so so here's the thing the uh taylor's problem is he's too skinny right okay and my problem is at this point in my life i'm too chonk i got a i got a little bit of chonk going on okay so i'm gonna do we're you know my workout plan just straight bulk i just i just pump iron okay get swole yeah eat protein taylor just runs so i'm like what if we mix these two crazy ideas And you add weightlifting and protein, and I add cardio and not eating like two pounds of pasta a day. Wow. What if we linked them, and then yeah. we're both going to look like Brad Superhuman. Pitt from Fight Club? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's the goal. kind of look you're going for. I think that's kind of the uh, – yeah, you don't want to be too jacked, right? You don't we're not going to get like... too jacked. We don't, have the t- we don't have the time or dedication for that. Yeah, you don't need to look like Arnold and when he was Mr. Universe. We don't have the money for steroids. That's a good point. Yes. <laughs> that... Yeah. So yeah, I gotta I gotta get jacked, and then maybe after I get jacked, I'll start um, another Instagram account for fitness, and then yeah. I'll I'll move Steve Swallows, Swallows can... into a subsidiary of that. Okay, because you could eat like healthy food. I'm not eating healthy food ever. Okay, good. Thank God. Uh, Steve, speaking of food, uh, Bing Bong. Bing Bong. Bing I bong. was at. Uh, Whole Foods because it was close to where not typically where I shop for groceries, but it was weird. I was running a few errand type things and I had to pick up stuff to make chili cheese fries. So I go to uh, Whole Foods and I'm in there and I am checking out and I have a red onion. Uh, I needed the ingredient, right? That's pretty normal. Yeah, it's a typical onion. Yeah, it's one of the big four. Yeah, it's a big, pretty things you would probably see a lot. Like in a, you know, somebody that was a cashier would probably see a red onion a lot, right? You would assume that they're very distinguishable from yes. other. Onions. So I, uh, I'm checking out, and I noticed some kind of like whitish markings on the red onion. So I said, I said to the cashier, I said, "Oh, wait, that might be mold on the on the red onion. Uh, maybe I need to return that." And she looks at it, spins around, she says, "I don't know vegetables." <laughs> that was a that was a verbatim quote. From a cashier at Whole Foods, I don't know vegetables. <laughs> and I was a little shocked uh, at that at that thing. And um, now I said, okay. I, I then I chanted to me. I looked at. It, I said, no. This is actually this is just the outer layer. Some markings on it. We're fine. Um. Oh man, that's funny. If I don't. You know, if I'm at Best Buy and I'm shopping and I'm seeing some guy on his lunch break and an onion happens to come up, you know, then I could see him maybe saying, I don't know vegetables. It's a crazy thing to say, but especially somebody working at all. <laughs> I honestly thought of that from a like just a general human standpoint. Yeah. I did not even think of it as a Whole Foods employee standpoint. Oh, yeah. Because that is crazy. A girl who sees has to see hundreds of vegetables in a day. 
I would say hundreds to thousands. Two thousands, potentially. <laughs> yeah, I think I probably had like 15 vegetables that passed through or her cashier just in that one couple, you know, a couple like minute that I was there. Oh, man. Yeah, you're her right. training be must have been brutal. Because you got to, you know, you got to like do the wait. You got to do the quick look up yes. for the things without the tag. And she's like, gets an eggplant and she's like, I, I got to call the this? manager. They're calling the maybe manager. Maybe she like, I mean, maybe I'll give the benefit of out. Maybe she like specializes in fruits, right? She, she could can be tell more you, of a fruit. She could yeah. tell you every type of banana, right? Yeah, that's it. Hey, she's like, somebody tries ringing up a banana as a yeah. plantain and she's like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I know you switched that label. because the Same on family, sale. different price. Yep. Right? You want kumquats. We got kumquats. So go to that, you know. We got them. Is kumquat a banana family? No, no. I'm just saying, like, if I don't know what a kumquat fruit, is. I've got a kumquat in the fridge right now. You got to stop doing this stuff. It, it's, a, it's the size of a grape, but it looks like an orange. What's it and taste like, though? It's like a super tart... Um, I, I like it a lot. It's like a, it's like a tart orange, but sweeter. It's like sweet and tart. Mm, it's so very like citrusy, very citrusy. Uh, but not, yeah, not the same flavor as grapefruit. It's closer to that like an sour. orange type flavor. Yeah, it's kind of sour. Anyway, I like them. You can't, I'll never, but, but anyway, yeah. this girl would know it because she's an expert on fruits. Apparently she's she's a fruit no, doesn't know, she has no vegetables. It's not her department. Not her department. <laughs> <laughs> the cashier, you think you'd be more well-rounded, but you know. Maybe she was just subbing in for somebody that day. <laughs> Very true. All right, Jay, here's... Ridiculous what? statement. Okay, you want to do a double bing bong? Bing bong! Yeah. Bing bong! All right, double bing bong. This is actually, this was going to be, you know, a secondary segment. But I'm going to squeeze this in. This I got uh, foods that people don't like that make them a bitch for not liking. Okay, yeah. Shut up, bitch! Yeah, I like that. I like that. I do so, like to judge people on what they don't like to eat so like exactly because there's some foods out there where i'm where people are just like oh i hate those i i never eat those and i'm yeah. like go fuck yourself like you just <laughs> shut up eat this them is... they're good i shut always up, said bitch. if i had a restaurant and this is why i don't have a restaurant but like there would be no substitutions like, oh none at all you would get you would get like this is what comes on the sandwich and you could <laughs> like i'm not taking it off you can take that's it off it. if you want but that's it it's it took expert chefs years to create this dish and you're not yeah. going to tell me you don't want uh uh let's say cream in yeah. the risotto yeah come on yeah uh they right. i actually steed at uh the only time i've ever been to somewhere kind of like that uh we went to this uh steakhouse with my family when we were in uh italy at lake como and they would not serve it well done they would not serve a steak well done that's wonderful they said nobody nope. should ever serve and they it had well the only vegetable they had there was uh, a potato like literally the place literally yeah. only had steaks and then i gotta, go, I gotta go to this place it was awesome the, <laughs> just like that's it you cannot come in there for vegetables you're like if you're you know vegetarian or vegan like you're eating a potato how do they get olive oil on there olive oil on the potato yeah olive oil is on the potato okay good yeah i was gonna say yeah. No olive oil in an Italian dinner. No, you're no. doing something wrong. Yeah. All right. Continue. Continue. All right. Okay. So my first food that you're a bitch if you don't like is lamb. Ooh. Lamb is delicious. Yeah. It's not too gamey. It's, you know, don't feel bad that sheep was going to die anyway. Yeah. 
lamb is delicious. It's one of the finest cuts, finest meats out there. Yep. And you're a bitch if you don't like it. And also, if you don't like, there's different cuts of lamb, right? Like a lamb shank is not gamey at all. Like there's zero like gamey flavor to it. The yeah. but like sometimes a ground lamb can be a little bit more than that, but it's not a I don't know, it's not too much to no. your points, dude. Yeah, my signature dish is the uh rack of lamb. Rack of lamb, fancy. It's wonderful. People cry when they eat it. Yeah. I have four jars of Dijon mustard in my fridge just because I never finish a whole one, then I buy a new one when I make it. And there's just four the old one. <laughs> yeah, so there's just four jars of Good. Dijon mustard in my fridge from making Good. the honey Dijon sauce that goes with it. <laughs> there you go. Excuse me. <laughs> okay, food number two is mushrooms. Yeah. Well, I just the only person I know that doesn't like lamb is my grandma. And she doesn't like lamb because when she was pregnant, she thinks she got uh like she threw up while she was eating lamb and then she never wanted to eat it again. Yeah, so it will... couldn't have been the baby. No. Exactly. So I, and by the way, grandma, you were pregnant, uh, 55 years ago. So get over it. <laughs> get over it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. Maybe, oh, maybe one, I'll mushrooms. cook your grandma on my lamb. Yeah. There um, you go. Yeah. Mushrooms. It's a fun guy. Mm-hmm. Fungi. It's more, it's more closely related to us than dinosaurs. Plants are related to it. terrorists no 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 okay it mushrooms are more closely related to us than plants are related to mushrooms oh crazy yes yes so suck on that vegans <laughs> well don't vegans like mushrooms i don't know probably. okay <laughs> i think they probably do uh i love mushrooms i think they're an amazing flavor yeah. Um, yeah, how they grow is a little weird, sure. I mean, they just grow out of anything. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, in my shower, there's like four mushrooms growing out of the drain. And yeah. I'm think- I'm, <laughs> exactly. I am might harvest time. them. I don't know. And in, in anybody's seen that, uh, fam- uh, I think it's Fabulous Fungi, the, um, the documentary just talks about how crazy mushrooms are. They like talk to each other under the ground. Oh, yeah, uh, they're wild. The Last of Us, have people seen The Last of Us? It's basically mushroom people. That, mushroom human, yeah. Mushroom human zombies that walk around. I haven't seen it, so don't spoil it. Okay, well, that's the concept. So I, I agree, Steve. Mushrooms, I think, are incredible. And especially the different types. Uh, if you're, you know, in the Chicago area. Oh, man, area, so you, much variety. You basically get, like, two types of mushrooms ever if you live in Chicago area. But, like, every once in a while, you get a cool one that is fun. Yeah. My Taki, uh, that's a fun one. That's fun I to had, say. I had baby Bellas today. Baby Bellas, yeah, that's a which classic. I mean, they're like kind of the white person mushroom. You know, they're not yeah. threatening; they look pretty normal. Yeah, and they say "baby Bella" in the name. Yeah, like, baby, it sounds yeah cute. I uh, now mushroom, but... I know so the one person I know who doesn't like mushrooms is uh, Nick Russo, who will be on the show in a couple of weeks here to talk about the Oscars. So, uh, Nick, if you're listening to this, I would like to hear your rebuttal for the anti-mushroom discussion uh when you're on the show in a few weeks yeah i mean we could just cook him up some mushrooms or something yeah it's true maybe he hasn't had a good one because they don't open their mind people are like i don't like this and then they just don't eat it, it for the next 25 years or 55 yeah. like your grandma yeah. like your grandma grandma get open over. yeah open your mind all right next one fish some yep. people don't eat fish yep. it makes you a bitch yep all right eat the fish it's yep. delicious yep 
eat the sushi specifically. Yeah. Raw. It, yeah. Fish is a weird thing because I think I think what happens with fish is that people grow up and they have like a bad fish experience. And then like to your point, get over it just in general. But like fish when fi fish is like the one food, if it's done bad, it's done really bad. It's like, yeah. It's yeah. Oh, really I've had bad fish. Yes. Yes. I had catfish from uh, this. What was it? I don't know. It was like some Caribbean restaurant. Yeah. It was like jerk catfish. And I'm like, yeah, I'll get the jerk catfish. And it just like wasn't cooked and it was full of bones and it tasted oh like the Fox God. River. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Yeah. I was so pissed. Like, I want to throw this up on you for serving yeah. this to me. Yeah. But then the next day, you know, I probably went and bought some salmon. Yeah. For sure. Made, I would say of any of these options, the biggest difference between prepared correctly and not prepared correctly, the end result, obviously a huge, yeah, huge difference here with fish. Fish. Okay, uh, only two more. Well, uh, second to last one is mussels. Mm -hmm. Mussels. Mussels, to me, are the crown jewel of the shell uh, sucking things. Yeah. Uh, clams, I get it. Those are too big. There's too much going on. We did a steed science on clams, Steed. You did a steed science on clams. People can listen to that. Yep. Um, I don't remember what we went over, but you can listen to it. Uh, oysters. I'll look it up for people. I get it, but mussels, it's, you boil them or you steam them normally? It's episode 318 in Chubstep, episode 318. Uh, you did a steed soda. science on clams. Go check it out. Yeah. Not on mussels, though. Mussels no. and I feel like it's an Italian pasta thing. Yeah. Maybe that's why I like have such an affinity with them because they have like flavors in them. I feel like they have a lot more flavors when you yeah. eat them. I didn't actually consistently start having mussels until like three or four years ago. Yeah, I just never, good. they're always, yeah, they're good. And if somebody, and also they always seem fancy, right? Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. You never see homeless guy order mussels. Yeah, damn right. You don't. But you would see a fancy guy order mussels. And I will tell you for those that have not cooked mussels, one of the easiest things to cook. Uh, and it takes like if you prep it right, you just have to like de beard them, which is basically just you scrub them. You have to basically find out which ones are alive or dead, which you can watch <laughs> a five minute YouTube video on how to prep a, a prep mussels. You basically scrub them, you check if they have a broken shell, you check if they're closed or if they're open, and you take a little beard off them. And then they cook in like four minutes. And the ones that don't open, those are dead. You throw them away <laughs> and nobody gets sick. Easy enough. Mussels are like the easy, like literally the easiest thing to cook and taste really good. And to your point, Steed, uh, fancy. And yes, you should like mussels. Yes, you should. Um, so if you don't, you are a bitch. <laughs> and the last one here is Brussels sprouts. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, there's a lot of Brussels sprouts haters out there. I don't know if this is... Uh, like another bad you had one bad experience and you hate them or maybe you were a child and your mom was like eat this brussels sprout and she gave it to you like raw mm -hmm. but she had just read like a book and it was like you gotta feed your kids vegetables yeah and yes. like she's drunk because she's got you to deal with so she yeah. gets drunk and she's like eat this fucking brussels sprout and yeah. she's like shoving it in your mouth and shit and it's this whole thing that's what yeah. i imagine that's you childhood trauma and you're reflecting that on brussels sprouts it's not their fault 
It's not. If you get some olive oil, like everything else in life, if you put olive oil on it, it will be good. <laughs> yeah. Put some olive oil in a pan, do some Brussels sprouts in there, slowly cook them down, slowly cook them down, eat them, eat pancetta, them. Eat them or bacon, yeah. um, uh, garlic, all right, yeah. done. You can do um Italian, you can do them Asian, goju jang, mm-hmm. dude. Oh yeah. Uh, there's a lot of you know Parmesan. There's all the all the oh. options are available for, to your point, a Brussels sprout, a very good. And they look funny when they're on the the vine of Brussels sprouts. That's a funny looking thing. It is. It's it's a pretty comical little vegetable. Yeah, it's a comical vegetable. They now I, people might not like the smell of them when you're cooking them. They can smell bad. That's true. Uh, but get over it. They don't taste like they smell. They don't taste like they smell. Get over it. Yeah, um, if you don't like those, you are indeed a bitch. Um, I also put in parentheses after this in my notes, um, any other vegetable <laughs> as a <laughs> I like just that like, caveat. If yeah, if you're like, oh, I don't like broccoli. Well, it turns out you're kind of a bitch because yeah. broccoli is delicious. Or like spinach. Spinach is delicious. Yeah. Just put some freaking salt on it and it's delicious. Uh get I'm over it. Spinach. Spinach is phenomenal. Uh, there was one time, it was the weirdest thing that maybe ever happened. Um, I, we do these bro grills where we cook and stuff like that. And one time we went to the grocery store with a bunch of us and we bought a thing of spinach. And I don't know who started doing it, Chubb Step Jeff or one of these guys. But for some reason, we had eaten a whole bag of raw spinach by the time, <laughs> in the, like the five minutes between driving back from the grocery store to my parents' house. <laughs> <laughs> just eating handfuls of raw spinach just the weirdest thing uh all of your that. guys organs were just like so deprived of nutrients yes they were they got the spinach and your body just like went on autopilot and you started eating the spinach so <laughs> yeah i like it steve i like it yeah so that's it if you um don't like any of those foods i encourage you uh, you know, I'll cook them for you. If you want to come over, we'll talk about the Church of Four Pillars. I'll cook you any of those foods that you don't like. Shut up, bitch! Okay, and you can perfect. meet my fish, Stefan. There we go. Chorizo tacos. Chorizo tacos. Are you saying chorizo tacos? Don't play around because I'm super hungry. I went to a DePaul Blue Demons game this past week. They are playing my, uh, my school, uh, Marquette. And I go to this game because... It's close to me. I can see yeah. DePaul play. DePaul is a uh, playing the Big East, which is a one of the top five conferences in, in basketball. DePaul's in the middle of Chicago. And DePaul has seemingly the most depressed fan base I've ever seen. And uh, maybe the worst sports fan base I've seen in yeah. college basketball. And I, it makes no sense. Oh, um, no. This is a, this, like Chicago is one of the bigger... I would say one of the top like three, if I think of like basketball cities, I think of like New York and Chicago. I think of New York, LA, um, Brooklyn. Well, that's New York. Yeah. San Francisco. The Nets. (laughs) Okay. Then I think of the Miami Heat. Yeah. Then I think of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Okay. Then in the 80s, I think about the Bulls. Sure, that was the '90s, but yeah. Okay, yeah. so here's here's what. So DePaul 
you would think is like one of the main school, like in Chicago, there's not many like school schools and like colleges in Chicago. No, there's not. No. And you would kind of think that they would, I don't know. You think they'd be able to get some, some big names or something like this into DePaul. They have just been terrible since um, basically since 1992. So they had a big run from, they had this coach that was around for 40 something years. They got to the final four twice in like the forties and the seventies or something. Um, final four, yeah, 1943 and 1979, they were in the final four, the same coach. Anyway, since they've not made the NCAA tournament, the March Madness tournament since 2004, they've, yeah. and they've made it, they've made it once in 2000, once in 2004, that was the last time. And then it was like 92 before that. And they made it a bunch of years in like the yeah, late seventies, early nineties. But the point is that the school has just kind of sucked for a long time. And there's always the laughing stock of everything. I'm laughing at them now. They're terrible. They, I, so I, I do laugh at them. I go to this I go to this year. game and it was like 85% Marquette fans at a DePaul home game. Oh, nice. It was embarrassing. And that might even be, it might have been 90%. It was ridiculous. And and what I realized here, Steed, a big problem is their branding. So they're the DePaul Blue Demons. Yeah. And there was nothing satanic about this game at all. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I, their logo is kind of cool. I kind of like this logo. I'll show you this logo. Um, here it is. Okay, so it's like uh, actually pretty demonic. Kind of demonic, yeah. It's it's this kind of blue devil with these red eyes, blue and black yeah. devil, red eyes. It's a cool logo. Oh, he's scary. Half yeah, of he's his scary. face is all black, like he's shaded. Yes. Um, so he's like spooky. Yeah. And yeah, they really should lean into that and maybe put some blood on it. I, they just need like they there was nothing specific to a blue demon there's no blue demon type chant or like I, demons like there was nothing blue like demons uh, i assume it's chubs with v-dog who's been on the show once we were thinking like what if every time they scored a basket they did like the devil like laugh you What's know, or the something devil laugh? like the huh, huh, huh. you know, like that. What? Uh, what? You know, I don't I, know I, what I'll the play devil's all laugh. The, I'll play it for the sound clip for people listening. <laughs> Is that what the devil sounds like, Jared? Does it's he talk Santa. to you? I mean, it's not Santa, but it, okay. The point is that, like, I wanted like more like. Well, every once in a while, the lights like flash off dark, and then like the flame shoots out. Or something. You, like, no. There's a lot of stuff you do with demonic things, right? Like the I want announcer, him to, I want how about the play, announcer with the devil voice while he's. I doing want that? him to play "Devil Went Down to Georgia" every time they score. <laughs> Pretend the whole song. Devil went down to Georgia. Yeah. So there's just, a lot of they play the whole fiddle solo after every yes. basket. Yeah, I'm just saying you could do a lot more with the the. The blue demon is a cool thing. The school, the fact that the school approved this is, As, is cool. especially when they play like Catholic schools. They got to lean into it. Yeah. No, I I completely agree. Um. So I I guess the the point is just I was disappointed with this. I need them to lean into it. I'd like to see some options. Their video at the beginning they played nothing to do with like a demon type of thing. I there wasn't like a like, satanic orgy going on in their video. Nothing like that. I want like all the Ugh. students to wear like Pentecosts, you know, around their neck. Like every every hey, the first the first five thousand fans Pentagram? get a Pentecost. Pentagram, sorry, Pentagram. A pe- I think Pentecost is like Christian. That's a what Christian. Pentecost. Thing. Let me look at that. Oh yeah, Pentecost. It's, it's like right. Pentecostal. I don't think. You want that. What is the word I'm saying? Jared, whose side are you on? The devil's side or 
JC's. Santa Claus is a Christian holiday. You're right. You're right. All right. Yeah. So that'd be bad. See, this is something that they, that Marquette would do when DePaul was going to play. <laughs> exactly. Them. They would do the Pentecost. You're right. The pentagram, Steve, to your point. Yeah, they wear the pentagrams. Pentagram. And they so put like them the on their 5, head 000, like in Game of Thrones. Yes. But first 5,000 fans get a pentagram, you know? Yeah, that'd uh, be cool. Yeah, I, that's the kind of stuff I want. Like, I want, um, I want people to like be legitimately scared if they got cursed. If you're an opposite yeah. fan, member, right? I would like, want the, the players on the court to be in fear. I want everybody to be in fear that's not a fan of the Blue Demons. Yeah, like, like if, Tim if you Tebow, don't believe, Tim Tebow Blue... won't go within five miles of the stadium. <laughs> that's what you want. <laughs> you want it to be either Blue Demon fans or no fans. Uh, I they would rather have it five percent full than you know ninety five percent full but like 90 percent of them are are the opposite team's fans so yeah. that's where i'm going with this I, I mean this is just a first brainstorming we could we could workshop this with with uh depaul if they want to contact me if Dwayne pv the athletic director wants to contact me uh there's a lot of options here we could have yeah, stuff raining down from out. the sky we could have uh i, I don't know um purgatory purgatory the, the, section oh that would be the fan section yeah like That's, the, the student section is the uh oh, the purgatory. Is the pur yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, like get, I mean you gotta change the mascot. Get a ripped guy, six pack abs. Um Well the, the I mean you only see the demon's face here. They've got some other well, logos no, that I don't I mean, like as much. The, the mascot. Oh is, the mascot gonna be a yeah. guy running around with the pitch. Here's what he looks like, Steve. He's a little too I'll show you a picture. He, nah, I need him too. to be he's gotta be sexy. He's not jacked enough. Point. He, he looks like uh, oh my that's embarrassing horns. that is not scary at all no we i don't want kids this. i want kids to in the stands to be like oh my god i hope this the mascot does not come to me i would like where the points where parents are afraid to bring their little kids in because they're going to cry when they see the mascot yeah and they know that's like part of the fun yeah. all the like the whole game kids are just pissing their pants like uh he's coming I, I see him he's coming to me and then there's just like you know he's got the furry head still the furry demon head, but it's the spookier yeah. demon head. But then yeah. he's just got a six pack. Oh yeah, it's like, like there's the army, no the army mascot that we talked about. Yeah, except it's not fuzzy; it's just a normal human. Okay. So he's yeah. he's wearing the pants, but the okay. pants are like goat feet. And then he's got the demon head, which okay. is like the furry head. Um, and then his torso though is just like a rip dude. Yeah, that's what I would like to see. So I think, yeah, the, the, the point of, I think the whole point where I'm going to this is like, you get the fans involved and then you got people that want to play for, you know, maybe they've got a twisted past, right? Every, some people have a twisted past, some basketball mm -hmm. players. Sure. Mm -hmm. They would want to go play for this team because they can relate. So you might be able to get some good players that way. I think so. Yeah. And then they're back in the money. And then they're back. Yeah, exactly. Then, uh, then they're, then they're back to the eighties glory. Uh, we did ask people to uh, send us chubstep topics. They want us to talk about the economy. Do you have thoughts on the economy? Oh, man. I can get into the economy and the border and, you know, World War III going on. Uh, yeah, here's what I'll tell the people okay. of the world. The only reason World War III is going to happen is because of rich people. And it's just rich guys bickering about rich guy stuff. So if you get drafted, don't show up. <laughs> there you go. 
even though you were in the army? Yeah, I'll I'll go. I'm uh, I'm telling you guys, don't show up. I'm going there for fun. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See the boys again. Play the okay. boys are back in town. Here's what I have to say: job quitting fell twelve percent last year, and that's bad news for the economy. Fewer resignations reflect less confidence in labor market and then news of layoffs and expected slower growth. So people aren't quitting their jobs because they don't think they're going to find a better job. Well, for saying compared to the year before that, I feel like the three years before last year were like the highest job quitting rates ever. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So like but a 12% fall is really. I was just, just reading a, a Wall Street Journal. Yeah, uh, I think that's a fine but... discussion. I think we covered it all. Explain as you would a so what child. What you want to do is burn your money and burn the banks down and burn your house down. <laughs> it's the only way to make sure you're totally pure. Yeah. If you want to stay pure, I would I would agree you with you. Get Peter. pure and then you get the insurance money. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh do you have one more thing you would get to or are you done? I have um it's a slight Actually, it won't be slightly longer. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get you in here. Okay, we'll Just do one more thing and then we'll wrap it up here. I got All I got right. one thing, but I'm gonna push it for for next week. Uh, we could do your thing. Now let's do yours? my thing. Let's okay, do my thing. Yours. Everybody, okay. buckle up. It's All story right, time. Up, it's story time. Uh, Jay, did you know uh, Saudi Arabia is opening its first liquor store in seventy years? Wow, they're doing it. I'm assuming that's not because the market was saturated and nobody thought they could bring in a new liquor store because it was already covered. I'm assuming that's, that's not the that reason. That was not the reason. It was banned. Uh, liquor was banned. It was only allowed by uh, diplomats and like foreign people in like specific situations. But you got to like, it's got to be vetted. What um, about in cool guys in suits? That's basically who was drinking it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or I guess, yeah, if you're super rich, uh, there was a, so there was a black market, which was part of the reason that they decided to open this liquor store. Yeah, like prohibition, basically. Well, basically, diplomats going to Saudi Arabia, Saudi Arabia were smuggling in, uh, like, big quantities of booze and selling it for, like, 10 times the price. Nice. And, like, making a shit ton of money. Um, But... Why, what I want to talk about is why it got banned in the first place. Oh. Oh, yeah. The story goes deep. I like this. So, um, a lot of people are just like, oh, yeah, it's because Muslims don't drink alcohol. And that would have been my assumption as well. Fair enough. But let's go back to 1951. And I actually found an article from 1952. When I was looking this up, or I saw like Saudi Arabia first open liquor store, and I'm like, "Oh, that's cool." And then it showed me why, and there was a like it had a brief thing and a link to an article, and I clicked that link, and it was a link to an article from 1952, <laughs> with like no explanation or anything, and yeah, they were yeah. spelling Muslim. <laughs> they were spelling Muslims Muslim. Okay, like at the so, time, that's how they spelled it. I don't, I don't know if like the times changed, but they kept saying Muslim, and I was like, "What is a Muslim?" <laughs> but interesting. Yeah, they were talking about Muslims. Um, 
So basically what happened is in 1950, days before, uh, people discovered oil in okay. Saudi Arabia. And all these foreign uh, companies came to Saudi Arabia to work the oil fields because that's who was who owned them was foreign companies. And they just brought like a shit ton of booze because it had been like banned before that. Okay. And then everybody's just getting wasted. And everybody's having a good time. Yeah, I have so much fun on this boat. I took it out last week with a couple of guys and a couple of girls. Everyone was wasted. Hooking up left and right, okay? No big thing. Everybody's loving it. Um, the king at the time, he had a humble 35 sons. Oh, good. 35 sons. Not and kids, 35 sons specifically. 35 sons. I wow. don't know how many daughters. Okay. But that's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of uh that's a lot of sons. Yeah. Um so basically all these sons I guess were getting wasted. One of them gets in uh what does he do? He he goes on a binge, gets in a brawl and like it's this huge scandal. Another one like goes on a drinking binge with another sheik son and like the sheik son died somehow. And that's a scandal. Yeah. And then the event that caused the uh, alcohol ban was the uh, one of his sons, probably not his favorite son. He's out drinking with his buddy, the British vice consul. Nice. Mr. Usman. Uh, the son gets wasted. And there's a couple different stories, but this is the one from 1951. So the son gets wasted and he starts making passes at a house guest from England. Ooh. And the English consul throws the prince out. He's like, get out of here. Yeah. That's, you know, that's that. Get out of here. You're drunk. Yeah. So then he goes away and then he just gets like more drunk. Of course. And then he comes back in the morning. <laughs> And he's still wasted because he just like kept drinking. Yeah. And he brought a shotgun. Oh, of course. And he's like, all right, so give me that girl. This, <laughs> this is a 1951 article. Yeah. Yeah. So he demands the girl for his private collection. <laughs> oh, he has a collection of girls. Eek. Yeah. So he like wants this girl for the collection. He like gets drunk. He's like, all right, well, you won't let me have her. I'm coming back with a shotgun. Yeah. And the guy's like, no, dude, still can't have it. And he's like, all right, well, I hope you like bullets. And the guy <laughs> was like, what? And then the prince was like, what? And then the prince just starts shooting him. So he shoots him. Uh, his The consul's wife tried to like, you know, shield him, which is very heroic and dumb. Yes. She gets blasted. She's okay, though. The console dies, and it's like this big scandal thing. Uh, the king is pissed. So, console dead. Yeah. Wife wounded. King pissed. The what king... happens to the girl? The... She, gets, she gets added to the collection, or no? She's not in the collection. Okay. okay. Because the king is so pissed. She tells the wife of the dead console. Yeah. So the son gets arrested, and 
the king goes, all right, you get to choose how my son dies any way you want. Wow. And he's just like, any way you want, that's how he dies. Because, like, yeah. he was obviously just, like, super in the wrong. Um, He promised to put his head on a s- stick, head on a pike, out okay. in front of the British embassy. And, uh, unfortunately, the widow, she politely declined. She did not want to decide how the guy died. Yeah, she was like, mm, that's a little much for me. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the girl should have just went in the collection. Yeah. Um, so she did decline and she was awarded, but I got a drum roll, $70,000 in damages. At the time, that's a good amount of money. Yeah. How much do you think that is at the time? Because I calculated this before the show. Uh, if I had to guess, I am going to say that is close to $350,000. Wow. So you think a dead British consul? Being murdered is worth three hundred thousand dollars. I know. I just think that's the conversion. It's eight hundred seventy-five thousand dollars. Ah, uh, okay. Which I thought was a little low, but the buying power back then. Sure, sure, sure. I yeah. mean, I feel like you could get a nice cottage on Cape Cod. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So she accepts the money and she bounces out of Saudi Arabia. The king is like, "All right, I'm not going to kill you, my boy, even though I got thirty-four other sons that aren't fucking up." And he sentences him to jail with 20 lashes a month, which is, that's a lesson learned Yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, and he keeps him in jail until the next king, like, comes into power. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so he was, he was pretty mad at this little trouble. No maker. kidding. Yeah, this is not, again, like you're saying, not one of his favorite sons. Yeah. Um. So then, I guess, you know, a couple months go by, and the king, instead of blaming his son for this, he slowly started just blaming alcohol. Oh, that makes sense, yeah. Because he's like, oh, well, my son got drunk, and the Westerners brought It's not the his fault, booze. it's alcohol's fault, yeah. Yeah, and then he bans, bans it. He's like, it's done, we're done. Yeah. Um, And this caused a big outrage, because the oil companies... That, like sent their boys in there to like yeah. farm the oil they were all just like we're gonna leave yeah all yeah, the oil yeah, workers yeah. were just like so pissed this is a quote from a 1950 oil worker he said or this is an official he said damn it all a tough oklahoma oil driller just isn't gonna be satisfied to work here for six days a week and then relax with a bottle of coca-cola <laughs> and the Saudi Arabian guys like, I don't give a shit. It's banned. And then it got banned. And that's wow. a fun little story of murder and Saudi Arabia. And now they're like, we're over it. Drink well, the new on. prince is like super uh, progressive. Okay. Um, So he's like modernizing it a lot. And like, he just wants to party. Yeah. I mean, a couple of years ago, they did like murder a journalist and stuff. That's old news at this point, right? It is really old. That was when Obama was in office. So okay, we're like way past that now. Yeah. Uh. Well, that's it. Yeah. It, I. I would definitely would have guessed it was a religious thing. No idea about the the king's <laughs> son murdering an English. Yeah, that was the catalyst for it being that's, that's <laughs> officially banned. and for that long too. For that long, like people definitely. Well, yeah. yeah. 
so it is still banned um the store is only open to people that have like a permit so it's only open to diplomats and stuff but it's basically only being open to like cut down on people smuggling booze in okay so it's like almost the first start in them legalizing it potentially well not really because like anybody else is like not allowed to drink it oh you'll get you you will still get lashings okay yeah and not like if you're just like a normal citizen and you go to the booze store they're like it's gonna cost you okay we whipped a prince in jail okay what do you think we're gonna do to you uh well, Whole Foods worker. Lashings is a good um, good teaser for next week's topic. Uh-oh. Where I'm going to talk about man camps. So, what? perfect. <laughs> perfect. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that all next week. Uh, email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. And follow us on TikTok, Chubstep Podcast. We're live, baby. We're live. We're officially live. Also, if anyone, if anyone has experience making TikToks, um, what are we giving ten bucks a month? Yeah, we'll get. Yeah, I'll send you ten bucks a month. We'll give you five dollars a post. Yes, but you're only allowed to post three times a month. There you go. Exactly. That's a deal. There you go. Uh, so perfect. So people, yeah, email the show and then uh, you know share the episodes. If you know of any guests that'd like to be in the show, email us. That sort of thing. Chubstep at gmail dot com. Chubstep podcast. Uh, and then uh, new episodes every Thursday. The show has ended. Be gone. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.